your eyes? What occupies your mind? What occupies your heart? If we want to understand simply what spirituality is, I will take you to first, the same first Corinthians chapter 2, but this time from chapter verse 6. Let's go there from verse 6. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world. There is a certain wisdom Paul is talking about here. He says there is some wisdom we speak. We can't speak it to people who are babies. That word perfect is not talking about a state of perfection they have attained. But a certain level where he can talk. And it relates. That's when you read it down. Then you see the connection of perfection and then spirituality. Alright. So, I those kind of wisdom cannot be communicated to, to people who are not, who are babes, who are not growing, who are not mature. It is not the wisdom of the princes of this world. Move on to seven. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. One of the reasons why you must be spiritual is that when God is speaking to you, sometimes he speaks his wisdom in a mystery. A mystery means it's not easy to be understood by the mind. It's shredded in some kind of secrets. Like when Jesus is shared, talking about some things and the people are not understanding him and the only thing he says is that even that I'm telling you things of this earth and you can't understand. So he has to use parables to speak to them. Mystery. Hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. So God ordained it before the world unto our glory. They are hidden myths. They are wisdom of God. They move on. Move on. Which none of the princes of this world knew. So the princes of this world, because they are natural, they could not know it. Get to nine. Get to nine. But as, ye, as it is written, I has not what? Seen. Take note of that. Ear has not heard. Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. So, eye has not seen. Ear has not heard. The heart has not yet perceived it. The things which God has prepared for them who love him. So, God has prepared things for them who love him. You and me. Can I hear you say a big yellow? Hallelujah. God has prepared things for us. Listen to me. I want you to come to the place where every time you get up, you know that God has prepared some things for you. Amen. Amen. God has prepared things for you. They are yours. And he wants to dish them out. God always wants to show you something new. Listen. Every day of your life, see it like this. God wants to take you step by step up. Every day of your life, you must move up. You are like climbing up steps. So God wants to help you to pick steps up. He has prepared things for us. The knowledge God and information God wants to give you in the next five years, that will move you from where you are to a higher level. It's all prepared. But when you are not spiritual, it is difficult for God to dish them. Unfortunately, some believers are too carnal to receive anything from God. Amen. 
May God help us. Not to be carnal, but to be spiritual. And I'm, I will come to this. Move on. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Continue. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of man, which is in him. Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Continue. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us. Now, the reason why you are born again, and that's why I'm saying, when you are born again, you can be spiritual. You can. You should be. And I'll show you. When you are born again, you should be spiritual. And you can be spiritual. Listen, you can be highly so spiritual that God will communicate with you every day. And speak things for you. Things that will bless you. Things that he will show you things. Listen, you can be so spiritual that before you get to your office, everything that is going on there, you know it. Your spirit captured it. Not your eyes. For God to be able to do that, he gave us his own spirit. He said, that we have received the spirit which is of God so that we can receive. So that we can receive. So once we receive the spirit which is of God, we should be able to receive. But watch this. I has not seen nor ear heard the things which God has prepared for us. It means one of the things that keep a lot of people from receiving is that what is their eyes, their two eyes are seeing. What is their two ears are hearing. What is their body is feeling. What do you see? One of the channels of becoming spiritual is your eyes. One of the great channels of becoming spiritual is your ears. Because you see, <laughs> if you don't submit this eye to the spirit, you can't hear, you can't see. Because the spirit of God is inside you. He must receive. He will receive by hearing. Do you know that the Bible talks about he that has an ear, let him hear. How many of us have ears? We all have. But he's not talking about the physical ear. The physical ear will hear a lot of things. But that is not a spiritual thing. When you have another ear, or you submit this ear to the Holy Ghost, then you will hear what the Spirit says to you. Then you become a spirit. So what I keep saying that, if you can submit your eyes to see what the Holy Ghost is seeing, to hear what the Holy Ghost is hearing, to move where the Holy Ghost is moving, to do what the Holy Ghost is doing, you are walking, you are being spiritual. It's not, it's not, it's not a cloak to wear. No. What are you seeing? What are you hearing? Are you seeing things and interpreting things the way? You see, the, the Bible is talking about the heart because the heart is the place of the thought. So he said, the heart, we submit our heart, submit our eyes, submit our hearing, submit our hands and our legs. Then when the Holy Ghost takes it, we can hear what he says and we can move what he, where he wants us to move. And we can do what he wants us to do. But when you are not like that, ladies and gentlemen, this your eyes will see things and interpret them like that. Listen to me. You are supposed to see the things they are seeing, the same. 
but your interpretation of them must be dependent on what the spirit has told you am i talking to somebody so spirituality is not when you get up uh, you have decided today to be cool say today this guy is very spiritual no 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 spirituality is submitting all your members the faculty of your members your mind your thinking what you are seeing you should be able to see different everybody's seeing death you can see life depending on what if you have an ear you will hear what the spirit is saying he that has an ear at a point in revelation he says anoint your eyes with eye salve so that you will rightly see there are things we don't see the bible says god the, the angel of the lord asked uh, uh, jeremiah what do you see he said i see an almond tree he said you have rightly seen because you have rightly seen i will hasten my word to perform when you don't see well god has nothing to hasten but may you see well may you interpret them well may you see that kind of things but may you see when people are seeing death may you see life when people are seeing down may you see up am i talking to somebody at all you see it depends on what you are allowing the spirit to speak to those your ears and those your eyes what you saw what you see, you heard what you are feeling what is the interpretation of it what is in your heart what is the spirit say? if your eyes are anointed with eyes you see well may you submit your eyes and the interpretation of what you see to the spirit of the living God to speak to you. Am I talking to somebody? You see, so, so you will have to understand. So that's why he's talking about eyes have not seen because these eyes cannot see. They can never see spiritual things. Amen. Amen. So one of the good prayers I like praise, Lord, open my eyes that I may behold one of those things out of your word. Psalm 119 verse 18. Open thou my eyes. That out. See, these eyes are there. But look, if you don't submit them to God, you start seeing kakai. Amen. You'll be seeing kakai. Instead of seeing God, you'll be seeing kakai. May God forbid that you are seeing kakai. May you see right. May you see well. May you see good things. And as you see, may the Lord perform it in your life. Can I hear somebody say a big amen? So, so the life of a believer is supposed to be spiritual in our sight in our hearing, in the interpretations of the things in our mind, the way we think must be different. That's how a spiritual person is. He sees differently. He hears differently. He interprets differently. He thinks differently. Because he allows these faculties to be used by the Holy Ghost. I like it as the, when the Bible says in Romans chapter 6, verse 13, that don't submit the members of your body. Say members of my body. Romans, Romans 6, 13. It said, Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. So what are these members? Yield those members. You see, he talks about the body and the members. Everybody has a member. The body you have has a member. And let me tell you, the members of our body are those aspects which God is interested in, which the devil is interested in. Your eyes, 
your ears, your mouth, your nostrils, your hands, your legs, your heart. When we talk about the heart, we are not talking about the physical heart. We are talking about a certain faculty in you that deals with your thought patterns. That is a discerner, the one that can discern and know things. Amen. So, the, it's so united, it's so, it's so stuck to your spirit that you don't realize it. One day we'll talk about the heart, but the heart is a very special, it's not just the physical heart that pumps blood. No, that's not your, your heart. When the Bible says, love the Lord with all your heart, it's not talking about the pumping of your blood. It's talking about a certain faculty, which is a central control of your whole life. Out of the heart proceeds issues of life. It's talking about that. You see, the heart, the physical heart, is the center of all the operations of a man. When the heart fails, that's all. In the same way, when we talk about the heart, the one the spirit talks about as the heart. It's talking about a central control of the man. Your movement, your everything, your thought pattern, your actions, all, all of it proceed from that place. So when you are spiritual, your heart will be given not to the, to the devil, but will be given to God. Or not to the flesh, but will be given to God, to the spirit. So the members that he's talking about, our mind, our thinking, our eyes, our hands, our, our ears, our nose, our mouth. You don't even speak what you want to speak. You speak what the spirit wants you to speak. You are spiritual. Our hands and our legs. I want to do what he wants me to do. Then I'm, You see, when you are doing what the Lord wants you to do, you are spiritual. You have allowed the members to be yielded to the Holy Ghost for him to use. You are spiritual. When you are walking where you must walk, you are spiritual. If you walk where you should not be walking, you are carnal. I've told you what carnality is and what a, what a natural man is. Are you okay with that? So when we yield, when we yield our members as instruments, Of righteousness unto God. How do I yield these things? As a believer. He said the man who cannot see. Like the Holy Ghost sees. And sees other things. He's cannot. Amen. The one who cannot think. As the Holy Ghost thinks. Is not spiritual. The one who cannot hear as the Holy Ghost is speaking and interpret them as he's saying, it's not spiritual. So spirituality is not just a shirt. You pick and walk. It's a way of life. Oh my God, I like that. It's a way of life. I hear, Jesus said, I hear my father and I do. That spiritual person. He's connected to the Holy Ghost. His spirit in him is born again. And like the scripture says, it can receive from the Holy Ghost. Give me, give me, go to, go to uh, verse 14 of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Are you blessed at all? Oh, God is going to be revealed amongst us more than anything. I want you to know something. I want you to know something. That God is interested in your life. He wants to communicate with you. He wants to bless you. He wants to show you things. But the natural man, you see the natural man appears here. 
He's the one that is not born again. The one they call mere man. Say mere man. Come on, say mere man. He said, you are not mere man. You are something else. When you are born again, you are not a mere man. Because your spirit is born again. Mere man. He said, this one said, but the natural man receives not. He cannot. It, 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 there's no way he can receive. Receive not the things of the spirit of God. For they are what? They are what? You see, the way he thinks. They are foolish. What is this foolishness? Amen. He thinks them they are foolish. But when you and me who are born again, our thinking is different. We don't see them as foolishness. We don't see some of the things we do as foolishness. We see them as God ordained and we are eager to do them. That is a spiritual person. He doesn't see foolishness. He sees God's ways. Am I talking to somebody? The natural man, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are what? <laughs> and he's not born again. So how can he spiritually descend them? He cannot. Amen. He cannot. Move on to 15 and see what the Bible says here. But he that is spiritual, I like this. I like this verse so much. He that is spiritual, that's what? Huh? Say it, let me hear. Hey, he judges what? Ooh, why don't you want to be spiritual? To judge all things. This. This is not talking about judgment unto uh, the end of life where you judge and put some before an beam. No, that's not what it's saying. It's talking about being able to make choices and decide on things. The judges all things that things come, and yet you know how to choose. Your choices, you judge between things and make a good decision because you are spiritual. Listen, in this world where we are now. Spiritual people will survive. Because you make judgment well. That's why we must desire to be spiritual. Tell somebody be spiritual. You see, he will judge all things. Things will come. It doesn't matter how many things confront him. He'll be able to make his choices. Judge. Oh, this thing, I think this one. No, let me make this. Let me do it this way. Let me go this way. Let me pass here. Let me take this one. Let me move here. And he will judge it. And yet, he himself is judged by no man. A spiritual person can never be judged by anybody. You cannot put him down. When you think you are putting him here, that's the end. He appears here. Because he's so spiritual for you to be able to control his life. Listen, I notice that when you are spiritual, God is glorified in your life. But above all, you yourself, eh? you are so blessed that whatever you do moves on well. People can find it very difficult to deal with you. Trying to punish you or, or to, 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 to deal with you the way they were. No, 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 they can't. You will judge all things, but they cannot. He himself is judged by no man. Some years ago, I used to think about this judged by no man. And I used to feel confused. Hey, Lord, can a human being be walking in this life where he's judging all things and nobody can judge him? Hey, then. The scriptures made me to know something. That when Jesus came on earth, he operated very spiritual. So it was even difficult for his enemies to trap him. Because you see, Holy Ghost knows everything. 
and he can communicate to you. So if the Holy Spirit can communicate to you, then who can, who can trap you? Many times, if we are listening to the Holy Ghost, and we are moving where he wants us to be, that's what we are talking about, submitting the members of our body. Our legs are going where he wants us to go. Our hands are doing what he wants us to do. We are hearing what he's saying, and we are moving. We are seeing what he's seeing, and we are doing. We are speaking what he's speaking. If we are moving with our members totally submitted to him, we will be judged by nobody because he is the king of all things. He knows all things. Amen. And if he knows all things, he's directing you. Who can judge you? Am I talking to somebody? So many times when you are spiritual, you benefit a lot. Hey, you benefit a lot. In fact, it delivers you from many things. May we be spiritual. Amen. You can be spiritual. Listen, spiritual is not a humongous life. Oh. Well, he has fasted uh, until he's lean. And when he's walking the place, people say, this guy is spiritual. Oh. Spirituality is not leanness. <laughs> General Shuo. Eh? Spirituality is not leanness. Fasting is good. If you fast and you are lean, that's okay. You know why you want to fast and be lean. May God bless you in your leanness. But don't tell me that because you are lean, you are spiritual. No. It's not. So, as I learn to submit my thinking, my mind. Look, let me show you the, the next verse. 16. Look at it before I say what I want to say. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? The judgment he's talking about is here. The mind of the Lord is directing him. Who, who are you? Who knows more than the mind of God to, to instruct him? But we have the mind of what? Christ. So, we have the mind. Say, I have the mind of Christ. Come on, say, I have the mind of Christ. Come on, shout, I have the mind of Christ. So, that is why you cannot submit those, your members, your mind and everything. You cannot submit it to anybody. But you have to submit it to the Holy Ghost. When you learn to submit your eyes, that's what you see and how you interpret things. You see, the eyes is the one that interprets a lot of the things. Fear can come from what you see. Fear. You can see something and you are afraid. You can hear something and you are afraid. Like Elijah, when the Bible says he heard and saw what Jezebel wanted to do, then he ran away. Went and hid. He heard and saw. He heard what Jezebel had said and he saw what Jezebel had done. Before. Hi, he ran away. May you never be afraid because of what you see. Listen, when it comes, turn your eyes back to the Holy Ghost. When we as Christians, born again believers, who love Jesus and filled with the Holy Ghost, learn to submit our aspects of the members of our body to the Holy Spirit, what we are doing is that we are now beginning to walk more in the Spirit. And as we walk more in the Spirit, we are becoming spiritual. May you be spiritual. Hallelujah. From today I pray. Don't interpret things which you see like that. Let the Holy Ghost tell you what it means. What you hear, don't let it affect you like that. Let the Holy Spirit tell you what it is. May your ears hear the Holy Ghost rather than hearing the things of the world. May you see the things of the Holy Ghost rather than seeing the things which you see. Anything you see, may you interpret it in the light of the Holy Spirit of what the Holy Ghost is showing you and what the Holy Ghost is saying. Am I talking to somebody? 
may your heart be filled with the things of the Holy Ghost and not the things which you have seen by your natural eyes and interpreted them to yourselves. Amen. For the natural man cannot receive the things of God. They are foolishness. Already he thinks of them and they are foolishness. No wonder the Bible says the fool has said inside there is no God. So he sees everything foolishness. You want your, you want your friend to, inter to tell you you should pay tight. Who is not born again? You are joking. He, he, will, not, he will never advise you to pay tight. Why must you pay tight? <laughs> no, no, no. It's foolishness to him. It was not many, many, it, was, it wasn't many years ago when uh, uh, one, one uh, uh, man got up and said, uh, it's foolish people who, who take their money and go and give to church and say they are paying tight. He didn't keep long and he got into trouble. His finances went down, Baram. Because he thought he had. Everything went down. And somebody referred to him and said, you said foolish people. The foolish people have given their money and they are still standing. You have not, you have not given, but you are down there. You, you, you see, because the, the important thing is that you need to be spiritual in your interpretation of things. You can be spiritual. Listen, I'm trying to let you understand how simple spirituality is. In your belly. When I say your belly, I'm not talking about where your food enters. Talking about your belly lies the Holy Ghost with your own spirit born again. It means you have the capacity to operate in a spiritual life. You have it. Learn to submit all the faculties of your body under the operation of the Holy Spirit. Through your spirit, you will hear. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. Anoint your eyes with eyes that you may see and see well. Jeremiah, what do you see? I see an almond tree. And God said, you have well seen. And because you have well seen, I will hasten my word to perform it. May the Lord hasten everywhere to perform. Because you are seeing right. Say, I'm seeing right. There are many believers who are not seeing right. They are not spiritual. They are seeing carnal, carnal things. Amen. A believer can be carnal. Why he has allowed the world's interpretation. The things of the world. The way the world is moving. And the things which he's hearing. To flood his spirit. To choke his life. So much so that Holy Ghost wants to put a meaning or an understanding. Or a way for him to see well. But the Holy Ghost finds it difficult. When your answer occupied, nobody can add anything. Even they put it on it to slip and fall. Because you are already occupied. May you be so empty in your spirit and your heart. That God will fill you with his own direction. Can I hear somebody say amen? How many of us want to be spiritual? Spirituality is a very powerful thing. Amen. The Bible says something in <clears throat> Romans chapter 6, I think. The verse 6. It said to be spiritually minded, to be carnally minded is death. No, I think I'm at the wrong place. Chapter 8 verse 5. Go there. Chapter 8 verse 5. Romans chapter 8 verse 5. We'll move there from 5 to 6. Let me read from there. For they that... No, no, go from 5. Let me read from 5. For they that are after the flesh, do mind. Say, do mind. Come on, say mind. They do mind the things of the flesh. That means your mind is set on the things of the flesh. That is carnality. 
You are minding things of this world, things of the flesh. That's submitting your mind to another thing. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. So you can take your mind, and I'm using the mind as an example here. You can take your mind or the members of your mind and move them towards the things of the spirit. You are spiritual. You want to understand spiritual implications of things and the spiritual interpretations of the things around you. You see, no, none of us has perfected our spirituality. In fact, we are growing to. The spirit is there. But because the flesh is choking it, you must learn to gradually. You have the best potential inside you. The biggest potential is inside you. You can be highly spiritual if there is anything like that. But the things of the flesh and what you have yielded them to determines how you go. So look, this one, it says the mind is set on the things of the flesh. But the mind should be set on the things after the flesh of the, of the spirit. Give me the verse 6 now. For to be carnally minded is what? Is what? But to be spiritually minded is what? Life and peace. So when you are spiritual, your mind is set on spiritual things. Your ears, your eyes, everything, the interpretation, the thinking is set on spiritual things. It's life and peace. It, it, it floods your heart with life and peace. It floods your life with life and peace. It invades your life with life and peace. May you be invaded with life and peace. That means in the midst of challenges, you have life, you have peace. In the midst of troubles, you have life, you have peace. May the peace and the life of God invade your heart because you are spiritual. Learn to pray always and say, Lord, I submit my eyes, my ears, my thinking, my heart, my hands, my legs. I want to go where you want me to go. I want to do what you want me to do. I want to hear what you want me to hear. I want to see the things you want me to see. I want to think about the things which are your thoughts. When you are eager, you get there. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord cause you to see life and peace flooding your life. I don't care what the devil is doing around you, but I see life. I see peace. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. I don't care what the devil wants to do around you, but I can see your life flooded with life and peace. Somebody begin to pray and receive the life and peace and confess the life and peace. It is your portion. It's not a portion of any man. Life and peace is your portion. It's not a portion of any man. Come on, begin to pray. Come on, begin to pray. Rakia <laughs> 
Tolele Baroko Shanta Kabiri Mamma Nakaluri